All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Investment Banking Insights. My name is Alex Mason and I am your host. This is the only podcast dedicated to helping you learn both the technical and non-technical aspects of investment banking. And what are we doing here? We're just learning. We're just growing. We're just expanding our mind with these concepts that maybe we've touched upon them before. Maybe this is completely new to you, but hey, we are learning here. That is what this is all about. And we're talking about investment banking, narrowing in on the subjects one by one that we need to learn in order to be effective and successful. And we're talking about mergers and acquisitions now, trying to cover all of these fundamental bases of the topic. And today's question is this, why would an acquisition be dilutive? Why would an acquisition be dilutive? Now, the whole point of acquiring a business is to add value to the bigger company's business, right? We have to add value. But sometimes value doesn't happen. What could happen to cause the acquisition to be dilutive? Now, I think this is a good point in time to define these terms. So I've been throwing these terms around a little bit here and there these past few episodes. What does accretive mean and what does dilutive mean? These are two sides of the same coin. When we say that a deal is accretive, that means that the earnings per share of the acquiring business goes up. When we say that a deal is dilutive, we mean that the earnings per share of the acquiring business goes down. Very simple. So accretive, earnings per share goes up. Dilutive, earnings per share goes down. And remember that earnings per share, that's just our net income divided by the shares outstanding. This is the amount of profit that actually goes to the equity owner's pocket. This is how much profit they get on a per share basis. So what would cause earnings per share to go down? The way that I think about this is I kind of imagine a seesaw and you have the fulcrum in the middle of the seesaw and you have like one thing trying to outweigh the other. You know, it's kind of this balancing act. And I think of it as this balancing act between what the buyer brings to the table and what the seller brings to the table. What is the buyer trying to get? Well, the buyer is purchasing additional net income or profit from the business that's being acquired. That is, in a general sense, what the target company is bringing to the table is additional net income. We're buying cash flows. We're buying profit. Now, what does the buyer bring to the table? Well, they bring a combination of cash or stock depending on the way that the deal is structured. So the question is this. Does the additional net income from the seller outweigh what the buyer is bringing or does what the buyer bring outweigh what the seller is bringing that's really this kind of balancing act between accretion and dilution and the way we can think about this from the buyer's perspective is across these three things number one it's the foregone interest on cash remember we talked about this a little while ago When a buyer has cash sitting there, well, they could earn interest on that. But if they're using the cash for the acquisition, they're not going to earn any interest. So it's foregone interest on cash is number one. Number two is the interest that's being paid on debt. That matters. And then number three are the effects of additional shares outstanding in the case where additional shares are issued uh, or play into the deal somehow. 
So those are the three factors from the buyer's perspective. Foregone interest on cash, interest paid on debt, and the effects of additional shares outstanding. Now, if those three things outweigh the additional net income from the seller, remember our seesaw here, that deal is dilutive. If those three things outweigh what the seller is bringing to the table, it's a dilutive acquisition. Does it make sense? And then on the other hand, if the seller is bringing more to the table than those three things from the buyer, then it's an accretive acquisition. So that's the difference. So a deal would be dilutive in that case. If the additional net income from the seller does not outweigh the foregone interest on cash from the buyer, the interest paid on debt, and the effects of additional shares. So that's what I would say to this question. Hope that was helpful. That's what I got for you today on Investment Banking Insights. My name is Alex Mason. I'm your host. Thank you so much for listening, for joining me. I know some of you listen every single day, have listened every single episode, and boy, I am just so honored and grateful that you're sharing your time and attention with me. Next time, we're going to be talking more about M&A, so don't miss it here on Investment Banking Insights. Have a great day.